Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Champions of Happy podcast, the podcast where I talk to my friends about what makes them happy, what makes them smile and what brings them joy. Hi everyone, I hope you're keeping well and happy. It's the 11th of April today. I just want to quickly say happy birthday to my sister Sarah. Happy birthday Sarah. And a happy birthday to our friend Nicole. Happy birthday Nicole. And I'm super excited because tomorrow is the 12th and that means hairdressers and barbers and salons are open so we can all get haircuts and it's the start of lockdown starting to ease. Huzzah! Fingers crossed it continues to progress positively. What's quite fun for me on this podcast is I use a platform called Acast to upload the podcast so it can go out there on the internet and it allows me to see where in the world people are listening and that to me is, I know it's the internet and obviously we are much more closer to each other than we've ever been before because of the internet but it's fascinating to me to know there are people in Canada listening, people in the United States, in France, in Spain, in Australia, in India, in South Africa, in New Zealand, in Finland, Poland, Germany, uh, the Netherlands, uh, Ireland who are listening to this podcast where I'm just in London in my spare bedroom recording into a microphone to thank you all for listening. Uh, it makes it all worthwhile i really hope you're enjoying it and if you are listening get in touch i'm mostly on instagram on the champions of happy so drop me a message just to say hi so i know who you are also if you feel really nice you can go to itunes and leave a little comment and leave a little five star rating that way we can go even more global on this week's episode of the podcast i am joined by seb he is so lovely we've never met in real life before but the way we were talking, it felt like genuinely we've known each other for years. It was such a lovely conversation. We talk about his art and work in Boylesque and Burlesque and his performance and what he's been doing during COVID and what he's going to be doing after COVID when all the venues start to open again. Super lovely episode, super lovely guy. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Seb. Hello. Hello. <laughs> And now, obviously, we've just, we've been talking for the last twenty minutes or so, so it's always weird doing intros when really we've done the whole "How are you?" But um, how are you? I mean, I'm okay. I've had a bit of a day, as we spoke about already, <laughs> having to look for yeah. properties and all sorts. So yeah, I'm I'm in a mixed state of emotions, but I'm very very happy to be doing this. Yeah, good. I'm very glad that you're here. Thank you very much for joining me. Um, I know, I know, I appreciate you're busy as well. Um, I've been checking your Instagram stories recently, and I know you've been making a million different costumes and a million different outfits and stoning everything. So, and, and, and while also trying to find somewhere to live. So, thank you for taking the time for being on the Champions of Happy podcast. No, of course. I, as soon as you messaged me saying I'd love to have you on this, I was like, yes, I will do it. Give me something. I, I want to talk to people again. <laughs> <laughs> well that was my uh, the whole plan about making the podcast was essentially I trapped people for about an hour just so I could have someone to talk to um, and it's working out quite well so far if you could very kindly introduce yourself to people um, listening who don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. So my name is Sebastian Angelique. I am a boylesque performer. If you have no idea what boylesque is, that translates as I'm a male burlesque dancer. That's, that's well you've answered it. the first question. Oh, so have I? thanks for that. 
Um, I'm going to end up skipping through it and be like, oh yeah, that question, whoops, sorry. <laughs> so can you um, define uh, what is boylesque burlesque? Like, what actually is it? So we don't know. burlesque is, so to a lot of outside eyes, burlesque means the art of the tease. So a lot of the time people will see performers up on stage, burlesque performers up on stage, where we will be taking off our clothes in time to music. Um, so that's like the the top cat that's like the top expression explanation that people tend to think about um for me and i think for a lot of other performers like i think i'm safe to say that burlesque is one of the like it's one of the most diverse and most inclusive art forms that there is today basically and it's it gives someone the freedom to be able to self-express to be really creative with their own ideas to celebrate themselves and have a really safe space to be able to do that in and it when you're in a performance space and there's audience around you before COVID, it's one of the most welcoming and safest and just loving environments because everyone ha is so full of adoration for each other and we're all celebrating each other. We're cheering each other on. We're going, yes, you take that glove off. Yes, you can do that thing. Do that pose. And then when people go into splits, <laughs> you're like, yes, they did the splits. Amazing. And it's it's one of the most beautiful art jobs, professions, art forms that, that I can ever think of. It's absolutely wonderful as a job. Now, as a little boy yes. growing up, was that, was boylesque the, always the plan? Oh or yeah, definitely. Where, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I, when I'm older, I want to take off my clothes in front of people to music. I know, and I told like, my parents this when I was five years old and they were like, great, amazing. <laughs> no, um, when I was so when I was very young, I wanted to, I've always wanted to, I've always been very creative. I've always been a really creative individual, and my family can attest to that. And I've always wanted to be able to, without sounding too egotistical, I've always wanted to have I've always wanted to be the center of attention. So I've always wanted to try and put on like plays or like do a little like shows for people and be like, look at me, I'm dancing. Look at me, I'm doing these things. And so I've all of my training, I've been doing performing arts so I've been wanting to learn how to be an actor how to be um, a singer how to be a dancer and with this profession I kind of fell into it and I didn't really realize that this was going to be the job that I was going to end up doing but I would never change it absolutely ever because it's it's so incredible and it's it it sort of brings together a lot of different um disciplines from creativity as a, as a whole and it's just it's it's so taxing yet demanding yet freeing yet amazing yet enjoyable and it's yeah I'm, I'm so happy that I'm doing this now as a job do you did you come from a um a formal training background in the arts or so I trained to where you are so I trained at East 15 acting school um, so I trained under contemporary theatre, so the CTs, as they used to call it in East 15. Um, and I was always a bit different to everyone else. And so that kind of really opened up this possibility of like acting as an umbrella term, like performing as an umbrella term. So I, there could be so many different possibilities that you could go off into and branch into. Um, so I'm really, really grateful for that training. And I'm really glad that I had that training because in a way it's kind of led me to this moment whereas before <clears throat> excuse me i was kind of looking at performing as just acting and just going into like one hour shows or doing musicals or anything like that and i never thought cabaret and burlesque would be one of those art forms people could do as a profession mm -hmm. and it was just 
it was so different when I when I fell into it. It was so different from anything else that I'd done in the past because there was no, there wasn't this sense of competition that I found in acting. Whereas when you went for auditions for somewhere, you would be going up against all sorts of people that looked similar to you or looked better than you air quotations for those who are listening and um who you would start comparing yourself to and it had this really negative connotation in my mind and with burlesque it's so different because like i said before everyone's just so in love with everyone and there's such a great energy and there's no there's no sense of competition there because you want the person on stage to do well you want to see them do well and you want to do well for everyone else as well so yeah, it's one how of, did you yeah. uh, first? How did you first dip your toe in the water? Well, <laughs> um, it wasn't the most glamorous of ways, let's say. <laughs> um, so I was at the time I was uh, creating a one man show, and in my mind there was a scene in this one man show where I was like, oh, I want to have like a strip scene, or I want to do like a strip tease. <clears throat> and my friend at the time was also training in burlesque and she had a graduation show. And I thought, great, I'll, I'll go to that. I didn't know her that well, but we're best friends now. So I thought, that sounds great. I'm going to go to it. And then <laughs> I went to the place and it was so beautiful. The venue, the, the venue was absolutely incredible to look at. Um, all the performers were absolutely beautiful to watch as well. And it was so moving and empowering. However, I got very very drunk during the show because i thought this is amazing <laughs> and then the compare the host for the evening said out said to the audience um just before the interval they said oh if anyone wants to learn how to do this sort of thing we've got um like talk to us we can like let you know and you can join up and become one of these performers <clears throat> and then <laughs> and then Immediately, within like 10 seconds of the interval starting, I jumped up, I abandoned everyone I went with, and I was like, I want to do this! And I started screaming really loudly at everyone, like, around. And, <laughs> and I remember I remember running up to the compare. Uh, bless her heart, bless everyone there for, like, dealing with me at the time. I ran up to her and I like, basically shouted at her, saying, I would love to do this. I want to be on the stage. I've wanted to do this since I was 10. Like, obviously lying, because that wasn't what I wanted to do. And she was like, and the first thing she went to me, she looked at me and she went, oh, okay. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, it's one of these people. Great. But then she she then directed me to the, the head of the company, uh, this particular company, this school. And again, bless her, because they they all dealt with me in a very, very loving way. Because I'm very aware, and like, if you ever, if you ever speak to these people, they will absolutely say yes, he was like this. <laughs> but yeah, I ran up. To, I went up to this uh, the head of the company, um, Lady Cheek, we call her, which is her professional. Yeah, it's a it's a very very good name. I absolutely love it. So I went to Lady Cheek, and um, and again I started screaming at her, saying, "I really want to do this. I don't know how to do this, but do you want do you want a boy in this? I would love to be the boy." I, I really want to be here and do this. And I want to take my clothes off and be like, yes, celebrate me. Look at me. <laughs> and I feel like I really want to do well and represent your company. <laughs> and again, she was like, well, that's lovely, dear. <laughs> and um, she went, okay, well, and she went, well, we've never had a boy during the company. So 
Yes, of course. Like if you, if you email, if you, I'll send you my email and you can like write all this stuff and we can get you trained up for it. And I was like, amazing. I'm going to do that right now. And I like ran off. I don't know where I ran off to afterwards. I, I actually don't remember <laughs> the rest of the night. And I just remember the day after messaging her saying, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like, I'm so sorry. I've, n- I've never usually liked that. I was just so excited to see this. And and if you would, if, I would be really honored if you would have me join the school. And she messaged and the, I had the loveliest email back. She's like, you were absolutely wonderful, darling. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. And I knew she was lying because I was not a pleasure at all. I spoke to my friends after and was like, <laughs> you were a nightmare. Um, <laughs> and then... I and then I, I fell into this and then that's that's kind of what happened on the first time I was introduced to burlesque and since then I then trained up with the with the company I graduated it was really really lovely I was the first boy to ever like come from this school and it was such a wonderful feeling because again everyone was so full of adoration and and empathy and it was such a lovely space to be in and you felt like you could say anything amongst uh, these people here and it was just so beautiful. And then since then, I've been performing regularly, just doing burlesque now. And and especially now, it's it's become my main profession. It's become my only profession. And it's such a nice thing because I've been able, I've been really lucky with my career so far because I have gone on tours. I have been able to meet so many incredible performers and so many incredible hosts and people in my life that I consider my friends. And it's... Yeah, it's it's a wonderful thing, but didn't start out that great. I'm not good at first impressions, but I, I make a lasting one apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, it got you to where you are now, so it, it exactly really worked for them. So how long how long did you train with them then? So it was a. Oh, I'm never good with times. It I think it was it was a couple of months. So it was from September, and then I graduated in November. Um, I don't know the month. I don't know how many months that is because I'm really bad at maths, obviously. Three. 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 There we go. Perfect. This is why I need you here. Three months. <laughs> um, so it was a, it was a three month course. If if you're listening, Lady Cheek, please correct me because I could be wrong on this. Um, it was a three month course. And initially what the courses are meant to do <clears throat> is you're meant to start out. Um, it's called the Showtime course. So it's a group performance that you do. You learn how to do burlesque as a group. So it's it creates an even safer environment for you. So that way you don't feel like you're mm-hmm. completely alone. What was really lovely, and I'm really, really grateful that this this was the way it happened. Um, so I got an email from her saying, we'd love to put you on the spotlight course. And the spotlight is where you have a solo performance, um, which is where you create your own act. And there's no sort of influence from other people. You have your own thing. You get trained on how to direct everything and how to uh, bring a finesse to the act um, from top industry performers that help teach at the cheek of it, which is the company. Um, and it's it's such a wonderful experience because you really learn the ins and outs of like how to take a glove off in time, how you tease the audience, how you want them to be able to react in certain ways and how you have this energy and, and build this confidence to be able to go, I own this stage and I'm so grateful that I can own it with everyone in the room. So it's it's never like an aggressive thing of like, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to show you that I'm going to do it. It's more like, a, I'm going to do this thing. If you enjoy it, give me more cheers and then I'll do it for you. And it's it's lovely. It's wonderful in, in my experience. Oh, amazing. So can you give us a, like a, I mean, I imagine every session was different, but a general idea as to how they taught you and what they taught you so it was kind of we had the first couple of sessions and this is going back a while now so i'm i'm remembering this off the top of my head the first couple of sessions were 
kind of just an introduction to burlesque. It was how you walk in a certain way, how you would, if you have like a glove, how you would take it off. Do you take off a finger at a time? Do you do the whole thing at once? Do you do it um, per beat each time? Um, and then we started to then explore ideas of what we wanted as our solo acts. So it was, we'd walk, we'd go around in a circle and start listing off different like themes and emotions we wanted to portray, uh, what ideas we had, and then we'd start showcasing them. So we'd start having to say, we'd have to come up with two minutes worth of choreography by the next session. And by then we'd, we'd show every, show it off to everyone and we'd then get feedback on it, how to develop it furthermore. And again, it it was such a safe environment. You feel like nothing you did was wrong because it was your own emotion and own expression coming out into the room. And so this then carried on and you started to develop more and more this act. And during this time, we'd have masterclasses from people who are really high up in the industry. So they would come in and show us how to do fan work. We would have like bump and grind classes coming in. And it was just, honestly, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And there's also, um, with one of the other teachers that's there, uh, there is a sort of dance session or introductory dance session at Pineapple Studios where you would learn about a minute's worth of choreography just to see if you like it or not. And it's just even that alone got me into it because it was such a fun dance class. And again, everyone was so happy to be there and so joyous to be there because it was just we're all learning together and doing this thing at the same time. And by the end of it, you feel like you've done something really amazing that you didn't think you'd do before. And it's, yeah, it's it's brilliant. So all the sessions led up to this moment. And then on the last part, on the last session, we have um, Lady Cheek come in to look at all the acts to for the showcase, for the graduation. And with all of the acts, she gives a little bit of feedback on what could, what could work really well with this. But a lot of the time she's like, this is beautiful. It's so loving and so expressing. And it's, it's really you. And it was such a nice thing to have that, to have someone go, you showing off part of yourself in this very vulnerable way is a beautiful thing. And I want you to be able to celebrate that. Whereas say training with these 15, for example, and it would be a completely different scenario where you'd show something off or show how to do it. And they'd be like, no, no, can you do that this way? Can you do it better? And again, it felt very negative. Whereas this was completely the opposite. It was so loving and warm and so, so wonderful that you wanted to do better and you wanted to do more and you wanted to progress to be able to go, I want to get to this stage where everyone feels like this way not just me but i want everyone to feel the same thing do you feel is it i imagine it probably helped coming from a theater performance background do, do you think anyone can pick it pick it up absolutely so anyone listening right now if you are really interested in doing it drop me a message i do not mind i will help you try and like get a start into this like anyone can do this this is the thing and this might be my own personal opinion, but for me, I truly believe that anyone has the capability, if they put their mind to it, anyone has the capability of doing absolutely anything they want to. If you put your mind to it, if you want to be able to dance, go forth and dance. Even if it's just dancing in your room for like five minutes at a time, it's something. And it gives you that freedom of going, yeah, I can do this. I want to do this. I want to explore doing this. And with burlesque, that gives you the freedom to explore that. There's no right or wrong route you can go down. And so I feel like it's a really, that's why I said it's a really inclusive art form because it's, it does just include anyone. It doesn't matter of your background. It doesn't matter what body shape you are, what sort of training you've had, or if you've had training at all, if you want to do it, I, I, I fully endorse everyone to go and do it, even just for one session, just because it's such a 
lovely feeling afterwards and it, it does really make you feel like actually i want to continue to do this and i want to continue to feel this way afterwards yeah because you gain such a confidence from it and, and why would you not want to be confident in life why would you not want that lovely confidence there that's so sweet i to be honest i before we started recording i did have a spotify burlesque soundtrack playlist playing did you I really like, well, I, can, I can get in the mood i was like <laughs> looking myself in the in the mirror in the shower yeah like, i could it's all... oh, some of the faces I pulled. Ugh, That's no. the thing. Faces like so much of it because you want to like it's so it's so expressive. So like everyone's like, oh, you move your body in such a great way, and I'm like, yeah, but like the face as well. You have to like there's so much you have to think about with Balasque, and it's really bizarre when you like lay it out and go right. I have to do these counts for this bit. I want to have to. I need to make sure I can take off this part in this time for this. I want to make sure I can. I don't know, like do like assling or whatever um at this point in the music and like i need to have like a really good face at this point there's like there's so many details that come into it and it's it's so incredible to think about i yeah i, I get very very passionate about this whole thing <laughs> no good now in terms of you mentioned before um how lady cheek hadn't really had a boy uh involved yeah um is boy boylesque um men who perform in burlesque is it is that more rarer to come across then generally i think more so in london again i could be wrong so don't use this as like the don't use this as like my now fountain of knowledge um but from my experience it's it's a lot rarer in london than it would be in other places i know in new york it's it's a lot more common over there to see more male burlesque performers uh, but in london there's not really that many uh, specifically male blessed performers that I know of. Um, the ones that I do know of are absolutely incredible and so amazing at their art form and so amazing at their talent that they have on stage. Um, but yeah, it's it's more of a rarer thing and it's interesting because I get a lot of messages and I get a lot of personal messages on like my social media accounts uh, of people saying to me, oh, I've never seen like men do burlesque before. What, what, what is it? Like, do you enjoy it? What, what is this like? And I'm like, just try it. Have a look at stuff. There are classes here you can go to. Go for, just give it a try because you might really like it. And like, like me, you might go. Actually, this is something I want to do for the rest of my life if, if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I get a lot of messages from people who don't really know what boylesque is, and it's nice to be able to go. Ah, this, this is something I can talk about. Like, this is my understanding of it. So. I was really lucky to be able to go onto the BBC News um, and be part of a feature which is called Why Men Are Owning Burlesque. And it's, again, it, it does the same thing of talking about why men specifically are doing burlesque more so and why it's become more of a common thing in London in the most recent years for men to join up and do burlesque. And there was a feature on Attitude magazine as well, I believe, um, where, again, I talked about what male burlesque is and what it does for the community and what it does for like your own mental health and and body image and all sorts of things so it's it's nice to be able to to get the word out a bit more from my end and go this is what it is let's normalize this and let's let's go forth and let's you know tell men if they want to dance dance basically nice so you've gone from the bbc (laughs) to attitude magazine to the champions of happy the pinnacle exactly I think made it really i, th- I mean I think this add is, that to your website like this is the end of as soon as this podcast ends i'm retiring like i'm i'm, I'm finishing <laughs> <laughs> so let's pretend for a blissful moment oh no that covid never happened um where would we normally see you performing anywhere that will give me money no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> no i'm absolutely kidding uh... <laughs> um so it depends really so but a lot of like I'm joking about it, but it it would be I would perform like 
a lot of places and I, I would again I would be down at the RVT a lot of the times um in bar whatever again if when it reopens when bar whatever does come back please go and see the show if you haven't because it's such a mm, it's really great it's such a good show I absolutely love it and Lysander does such an amazing job of um of promoting it and help running it um there has been places so I perform at the Phoenix up uh, in Soho a lot of the time um, again, which is really nice. It uh, there is a life drawing show that I'm uh, I help run with Dusty Limits called Doctor Sketchy London, and that's in Kennington. And that is it's again, it's one of those really not bizarre shows, but it's a really really amazing show because it's so unique and so different from anything else. It's life drawing mixed with cabaret, so you'll have like burlesque performances or cabaret performances, and then you end up doing a life drawing show, but it's not like the standard life drawing shows where it's like poses of 20 minutes it's more like the longest pose you get is like five to ten minutes and in that you have to do like i don't know you have to draw the person while they're still dancing on stage or draw the movement in in the performance or or i don't know draw like this really bizarre animal next to this person or incorporate this really bizarre animal within the picture itself or like swap your drawing over with someone else and try and finish off their design and it's it's such a it's a really great show but it's so like as an outsider looking at it's the weirdest show to go to but it's the best show because of that reason oh <laughs> uh, cool so now yeah. i saw on oh, no, 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 sorry, no, no, i saw on your instagram i saw on your instagram and i've completely forgotten what it's called was it boy idol boylesque idol uh burlesque idol yes burlesque sorry burlesque idol what what is this please tell me everything i'm so intrigued burlesque idol is <laughs> so burlesque idol is a competition uh run by house of burlesque and Burlesque Idol was a competition for sort of newer performers, I should say, uh, to get on stage and just perform Burlesque. And they get the chance to be able to go into the grand final of Burlesque Idol. And with that, you get to win um, a uh, Burlesque Idol crown. It's it's basically one of those like standard competitions, really. Um, but it's it was again, it's one of those experiences that were really, really lovely. So I was very, very fortunate to win my first heat of Burlesque Idol. And I was absolutely over the moon and I've, I've still got videos on my phone of like my friends being like oh my god you won and there's a video of my my family and this is the first time i invited my family to see me perform burlesque and they were so brilliant because they were so just they didn't care about like my status in anything they were like oh my god he's like they embarrassed me so much they spoke to everyone they spoke to people that like i really respect in the industry and they're like oh he was like you know he was performing like when he was four dressing up in all sorts of things and i was like please stop please no i, I don't want people to know this huh? sort of stuff um, but it's it was such a wonderful time and it was such a wonderful um space to be able to have that and be able to share that with my family as well and have that really really strong connection there and it was it was wonderful and i won the heat and it was great it was really really lovely to have that and I, all i remember from that is coming home and just collapsing into the bed like still in like a face full of makeup as well so i didn't take anything off so i remember like coming up from the bed and just all this glitter was just stuck onto the duvet and i just thought oh no so i was like i don't care that's I gonna be there forever oh, this is my life now like i've just accepted yeah. that glitter is gonna end up everywhere and i just have to like <laughs> god help the places i moved into because if whenever i leave they're gonna be like what happened here Did, like why why is there glitter on the ceiling what happened <laughs> Now, coming back to reality, COVID is a thing and it's mm -hmm. affected the arts incredibly. So um, how have you been able to perform at all? Like, have you been doing it online? So performances luckily, or luckily, how does it work for you? 
luckily with um covid obviously it's it's been such a hardship for a lot of performers because we lost so much work during the first couple of months of covid um but then became the birth of like online cabaret more so and online cabaret became more mainstream towards burlesque performers specifically and so I was very, very lucky to be able to perform in uh, numerous different online shows. And it was great. And it was a really lovely feeling to still have that creativity, still have that drive to work towards something and be able to give like as much as I can to it. It's really bizarre, though, because obviously when you're in a stage full of people, like you hear them cheering for you when you're taking off a glove yeah. with online stuff, because obviously you can't hear someone. You're taking off like something and you just see people's faces going. And you can't hear anything. And you're like, is this right? Am I doing like, am I doing it right? Do you enjoy this? <laughs> so there's there's limitations with online with online performances, but I'm still really grateful that they're a thing because it's it's given performers such a drive to be able to work towards something. And now because of this, everyone's had to adapt everything. So with the live drawing show that I helped run with Dr. Sketchy London, we've created that. So it's an online show as well as a in-the-room show. So we have that audience now where we've connected with people all over the world. We've connected with people in Vienna, in, in Germany, and it's it's really nice to be able to have that community there and grow it, so so to speak, just because without it, we would never have thought to even like get in contact with people like this or know that people out there want to do stuff like this. So I, I really, really think that online performances are a wonderful thing to do. I'm very excited, though, for when things do open up. Touch wood. But yes. <laughs> So you're part of a house, is that correct? So I'm so I'm part of a troupe. I sound like yeah. such a novice. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't know anything of what I'm talking about. I'm like, uh, these are the words and terms <laughs> I meant to say. You're part of a... No, it's you're great. part of a house. So I'm, I'm part of... I guess you could say house. Um, So I'm part of a troupe. Uh, I'm part of a ballast troupe called Menage Rouge. And they are... They are like my best friends in the entire, in the entire world because we're so crazy together. But we're so we have such a love and we have such a passion for this that we want to create like the best thing possible and, and have the most fun at the same time with it. Um, so we're part of, so Menage a Rouge are this like anarchic trio, um, consisting of myself, uh, my two friends, Belle de Beauvoir and Roxy Van Plume. And Fantastic name. I know, right? We are this anarchic trio that create really, really fun, really inclusive performances. And we want, we want everyone to have as much fun as they can, like as much fun as we're having on stage, because that's the main thing. If they're having fun, we're having fun. Um, and we have a show coming up, which is really, really exciting. So we have a monthly cabaret um, coming up and we're working with the Looking Glass Cocktail Club down in Liverpool Street. And it is... Where... You're trying to think of where that is. Been. Have I been there? So the Looking Glass... It depends. So the Looking Glass Cocktail Club, you walk in, it's kind of... I want to say like a speakeasy just because of how it works. Um, so as you walk in, there's a bar, you've got some tables. It looks like a regular bar and there's a giant mirror to the side next to the bar. I have been there. Yeah. It's cool. It's really, really yes. great. And as you walk through, as you the mirror opens up and there's this entire space behind it and it's beautiful and it's so secretive. I love it. So yes, we, yeah, I have been there. So we're very, very lucky that we're in collaboration with the Looking Glass Cocktail Club. And we're putting on a monthly show from July the 15th. We're having a monthly show called The House of Rouge. And it's um, a cabaret show that is just, it's, it's 
we're wanting it to be really, really fun, really, really inviting to people. And we want it to be like a party. So the first, the launch show is is house party. That's the theme. So we have, we're getting in performers. We've got uh, guest performances. We have a newbie slot as well. So people who may not have done uh, performing for that long, or they want to try out a new act, they can apply to be part of our show. And we'll uh, what we're doing is we're drawing the names out of a hat for each show. So that way... No matter if if you've applied to be part of it, you're going to be in the show one way or another. So at some point you'll be in the show and it's going to be so much fun and it's going to be so crazy and I cannot wait. It's going to be incredible. Is that going to be your first in-person re- show since all of this happens? Um, no, luckily. It, um, <clears throat> so there is another show that I've uh, just been booked for. Um I can't say the details of it just yet, just because nothing's been officially announced yet. But there are sure. there are a few shows that I there are a few really big shows that I've been booked for and I'm really excited for. Um and they're starting on the 21st and the 22nd of May. And they're gonna be I'm I'm gonna be appearing a lot basically when we come back. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in a few different places. So when everything's officially out, then I can start saying, by the way, I'm in this thing. By the way, here's me in this thing. By the way, come to me in this thing. <laughs> And I'm really looking forward to it. Obviously, COVID permitting, because if the government say, no, we have to shut everything down, then I'm going to be like, well, I'm back online in your living room, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm very, well, very excited. fingers crossed. That's so exciting, though. Yes. Exactly. So hopefully it's been oh. such a long time and it's really nice to be able to see other performers as well have the same sort of journey. So we've we've been spending now a year in lockdown not having much creativity to go off of and having to perform online shows, which still drives us. But afterwards, you kind of feel this really big weight of energy. Just go, oh, God, that was such that was so much to do. And then you then have like the next online show that you have to do. And you're like, OK, right. I have to now get ready for this. And you completely switch brains and go back into it. So it's really nice seeing other people go through the same journey of of doing online shows. And now as everything's starting to open up, you're going, oh my God, I've just got booked for this thing. I'm like, oh my God, I just got booked for this thing too. I'm like, oh my God, that's so exciting. I can't wait to see you on that. I'm going to come to the show and I'm going to come to this show. And it's, yeah, it's really, really fun. Uh, and I'll be sure to share every single show on the ground. Oh, I, I, I'm... And I will I will 100% be probably at the cocktail bar because I like the cocktail bar. I mean, I'm going to bombard uh, you with there. so many advertisements now and I'm going to be like, by the way, there's this show I'm coming to. There's this show I've got. Just <laughs> come to it. I don't mind. Come to the show. It'll be great. <laughs> Show-wise, with your costumes, do you make everything yourself? Um, So I used to, when I first started out, it was more the case of I would buy standard pieces of costuming from eBay, Amazon, Etsy, wherever, and I would kind of put an ensemble together and I'd go, yep, that's great, I'm going to put it out into the world, make an app with it, done. But then when I started to be invited to other shows and I saw other performers and I saw what their costumes looked like, they were very elaborate. There was so much detail and intricate work put into them that I then wanted to elevate myself to do that. And so over the course of my career, I've been learning how to make costumes a bit more. So I'm now on the case, I'm now on the process of um, completely editing costumes myself. So I will buy, say, whatever, or I'll get something custom made for myself, and then I will start editing that. So I will, as you've seen on my Instagram and as you've seen on social media, I will rhinestone the hell out of everything which takes so much effort. You have no idea. My back is so sore because if there's so many hours oh. and days I've been spending rhinestoning everything up. Say, burlesque, say rhinestone to a blessed performer and we're like, oh no, the trauma. Oh God. <laughs> but I've, I've, I'm really lucky that I've, I've taught myself to be able to edit stuff like this. So for instance, with the costume that I'm making now, I have bought bases to things, but I've edited absolutely everything. So it's completely, completely one of a kind and it completely fits my body perfectly. So 
if if people have costumes out there they want rhinestoning hook me up because i'm available i can do it for you i've got i've got the proof to show it <laughs> how did you come how did you come to discover your style aesthetically i think it was I, i'm not even gonna say i think it was i know what it was <laughs> so it came because i was really fascinated with the idea so the necklace that i've gone at the moment has a yin yang sign on it and um, for people who obviously can't see the the video um <laughs> I've always, I keep having to remember that, but this this only audio that's going to go out, and I'm like, oh yeah, I, there's no point in me like crossing my fingers, going, yeah, I hope things are going to come back when people can't see that. <laughs> Air quotation marks, everybody. Um, imagine, oh, imagine. God, it'd be great. Um, so I, I always, I've had a yin yang necklace on my neck for as long as I can remember, and I've always had this thought in my mind that everyone consists of like a, a good side and a bad side, or like two sides to them, let's say. And I started to put that across into my design work for, for this burlesque persona. Um, and so the sort of trademark look that people know me for, uh, the design on my eyes. So I always have sort of what's called glitter tears or like a glitter sort of like style around my face. Um, and it's always two different colours. There's always uh, red and gold that I usually go for because I'm obsessed with the colour yellow and I like the colour red. So I, I just thought, yeah, they'll go together. Why not put them together? Oh. Um, and so a lot of my costumes have that sort of trademark colour hidden within them in some some way or another. So with the costume that I'm making at the moment, um, it's very much like a carnival type vibe. So you've got a really big bright red waistcoat with like dark red um, sort of like short pant trousers. And then underneath that, there's a gold lingerie that I've created made myself and customised myself. So it's, again, a test to that sort of like colour dynamic there. Um but it started because my ex-boyfriend, uh, my ex-partner, sorry, um, at the time sort of helped me understand makeup because they were really, really incredible with makeup and they were absolutely amazing with like how to do stuff. And I was like, okay, I need help with this for the graduation. And they're like, okay, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll help you. So we started, I, I said to them, right, I want the colours red. I want the colours yellow. I don't know what else. And they're like, okay, I've got you. So then they started like putting me all this makeup. And from there, it kind of became this big birth of, Sebastian Angelique and I thought yes this is the way I want to go with it and then since then I've very much gone down the more dramatic route of everything so it's become a lot more elevated like the glitter wasn't there to begin with so there's now glitter involved there's now like really big eyelashes involved there's like contouring involved which I never thought I'd have to do in my life and there's all of these different like intricate designs I'm now working with um I'm currently working on latex designs so that way I can create different effects with this makeup look so that way it, it really heightens the, the specific act itself and the specific character within the act so yeah i'm always i'm always trying to elevate myself in one way or another and spend countless hours and countless countless times like up until four in the morning trying to do it and trying to be like yes i've done it <laughs> so i don't get much sleep really i'm luckily i'm a narcoleptic no not an narcoleptic i'm an insomniac that's the word nah. <laughs> very different <laughs> um so with obviously the fashion is super important with, with burlesque but obviously you're taking the clothes off yes and you're showing a lot of skin yes and you're clearly not shy have how did you become confident enough to get onto stage and say you know what i'm gonna take off all my clothes and everyone's gonna see every bit of me i think I think what helped is the fact that I don't remember signing up to the cheek of it. So I kind of ended up throwing myself into this, like really much. So I really threw myself into it. So I think that really like helped me because um, 
so while I was growing up, I've, I've never been this confident with my own body. I've always had that sort of stigma in my mind of going, oh, you're not you're, you're not good looking enough. You don't have like 20 different abs going up to your neck or whatever. Like there's, there's always I've always found like a, a really bad thing about about myself. Um, and then what helped is when I did throw myself into this, I kind of had to do this technique um, where it was. I believe it was I can't remember the, the exact name of it. But it was that you you look at yourself in the mirror and you just say one thing you like about yourself. You, you find one different thing each week that you like about yourself. And so with the first week, you only you think about one thing and you go, I really like, for instance, my, I don't know, my fingernails. The next day you go, oh, I really like, I don't know, like my, my neck or my ears or I like I like my feet or I like my legs. Um, and you kind of build that up to start adding more things that you like about yourself. And for me, that really helped because that kind of showed me that actually, no, my body is a really amazing thing to look at as, as is everyone's body and I, I think burlesque really opens that up to be able to say the human body is an extraordinary thing we do so much with our bodies that we haven't we don't really think about and we take for granted and it's such a beautiful thing to be able to see so we have the capability of being able to dance we have the capability of being able to 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 use our body in such ways and having that mindset really helps to go actually I want to utilize this as much as I can and really showcase that to the world. Like some, like there are contortionists out there who bend their bodies in such incredible and really like, well, very mind blowing ways that I, I can't think of right now, but it's, for that, it just stands testament. Like even stuff like that, when they're like folding themselves backwards into like, I don't know, like, some sort of weird like circle position and then like one of their legs crab. is yeah like in the crab and then like their heads like next to their feet and their like feet are now like folded up somewhere like to their waist or whatever it's it's really bizarre to think about it but it's such a beautiful thing because the human body we never thought could do stuff like this and it's the same with burlesque the human body is such a beautiful a beautiful thing and it's nice it's really wonderful to see people want to celebrate that a lot more it's really wonderful to see people want to to use their body in that way and to celebrate and be in a space where people want to celebrate that with you. And so burlesque really helps to, to emphasize that. So with burlesque, if you're on stage and you, especially for newer performers, if they're a bit scared of it, when you get on the stage and you hear crowds start cheering for you, even if you're taking off like a glove or a shoe, or if you're then going down to lingerie, the audience is so grateful and so one wonderfully accepting to see you do that and see you perform and see you strive and see you achieve stuff like this that people never would think someone of our sort of talent pool would would achieve so yeah it's it's really helped give me that confidence and it's really helped give me that that different outlook on life where i can go actually i can work on stuff about myself but the main point of it is I, I know that my body is good enough to be able to share with the world and present it to the world. And yeah, since then I've been more than less secretive with showing my body off in a lot of different ways. So <laughs> it's, it's very much helped with that, let's say. Oh, good. I, well, I guess, but and correct me if I'm wrong, but Bedass, I suppose, isn't about getting naked. It's about putting on a show, like you say, the tease, the flaunt, the, the cheek. The, exactly. the fun and and you aren't taking you aren't you aren't necessarily it's not a show where you take off your clothes it's a show where you are playing some fun music and some cheeky exactly and you're just going with it you I, I guess it must be a super positive environment to be in because everyone's body's different and everyone looks different and i guess burlesque must be a lovely 
example of that because you'll never get a performer with the same body type. Exactly. And I think that's what's so incredible about it. And that's what makes it such a diverse art form is that everyone is so completely different, <clears throat> whether it's their body type, their body shape, whether it's the ideas they have, you will never see the same performance twice from someone. And it's so incredibly like overwhelming to see that. And it, it makes me really happy to know that there are so many people out there that have these intricate and incredible ideas or like amazing ideas that are so far-fetched sometimes that you would never even think that could be a thing like there's there's performers out there that have like really big giant props that they use and they like come out of and they do stuff with there's performers like me for example that go into like everything and like try and find a surprise within each act there are performers that have such like a classic like talent to themselves that it's so beautifully poised and beautifully like precise that it, it's it's just mind-blowing to think about that and so what's nice is that yeah every performer in every aspect is completely different from one another and again it adds to that whole community of going we love everyone and we want to share this talent with everyone oh that's really beautiful so we are coming to sadly we are coming to the end of the podcast now no! uh, I, brought, I know uh, oh that's a good reaction thank you you, you can come again is that the first You're reaction this is had <laughs> yeah normally it's like oh, thank God, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure everyone's really enjoyed being on the podcast. So. They have. Um, so I... How dare you? <laughs> right? I'm coming for you. Let us know when can we next see you and how can we find you online? When you can next see me, we have a... If you want to see online shows, we have... Um, with Dr. Sketchy London, which is the life drawing cabaret show that I spoke about earlier, <clears throat> we, are, we have a show on the 12th of April. We run every second and fourth Monday of every single month. You can find that online on Instagram which is at Dr. Sketchy London, um, all one word, all lowercase. You can also find me on social media, which is always at uh, Seb underscore Angelique, which is all lowercase again, S-E-B underscore A-N-G-E-L-I-Q-U-E. And yeah, find me on social media. I'm on Instagram. I think I'm on Twitter. I know I'm on Facebook because I use it constantly. And um, yeah, get in touch if you want to learn about, honestly, if you want to learn more about burlesque or boylesque, or if you want to find out more, if you want to get in touch about it, if you want to know about it, if you want to perform about it, get in touch with me. I will happily recommend you different things. I am always open to conversation. So yeah, send me a message. I'd love to talk to people. I just miss people. Oh, so it's been a... <laughs> It's been an absolute delight. Thank you very much for sharing everything. I can't wait to see you online and live in a very, very close soon future. We'll have to say goodbye, um, but thank you again, and uh, we'll talk soon. No, of course. Bye. Thank you. Bye. What a lovely guy. I can't wait to see Seb perform live again on stage. I think we're all craving a little bit of theatre and a little bit of art for our eyes. I'll be sure to share all his shows on Instagram. So you can follow us on Instagram. It's Champions of Happy. We're also on Facebook and Twitter where I post updates about the show and future guests. Thank you for listening and have a fantastic week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.